Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. First of all, a shout-out to all you folks who've shared with family and friends, and we thank you so very much. It's time for another episode of Mississippi Magic. This one's titled Too Hot to Harvest. A bit of a deviation on this episode of Mississippi Magic. Flexibility is a wonderful thing. That means the subject of some of these episodes that are now part of history may be people from other places whose lives and fortunes were forever changed by crossing paths with our state and our people. So it is in this episode when some of the biggest names in Hollywood came to the unlikeliest of places in the state of Mississippi, to produce one of the most memorable films in Hollywood history, and that is not an overstatement. A motion picture is so controversial and so explosive that even today, when its name comes up, it's done in a whisper of necessary caution. That movie had the real reason it almost never made it to theaters in an episode we call Too Hot to Harvest. But first of all, this from our sponsor, the good people at Divinity Equipment, home of Kubota zero-turn mowers, tractors, excavators, backhoes, and more. If you've got a big or even bigger summer job, we've got your partner waiting for you with a deal at Divinity. Because it's that time of the year when we take on big and bigger jobs, the hometown folks at Divinity Equipment, along with Kubota, are offering special financing. But let's just say it's a one-summer, big or bigger job, and you don't need that piece of equipment on a long-term basis. That's where the rental division at Divinity Equipment comes out on top. For the full listing of equipment and cost, you got to check their website, DiviniEquipment.com. That easy. At Divinity Equipment in Jackson and Highway 51 North in Madison, Mississippi. They've grown their business as an industry leader by settling for nothing less than the highest quality products, most innovative solutions, and services, all delivered with integrity and professionalism. That's why we say when you deal with Divinity, you're in for a bit of Mississippi magic. In today's state, we've seen our share of movies and documentaries, in just about every section of the state. And having a successful reality show with TV production crews becoming part of the seasonal hometown family is just a way of life. It's really no big deal anymore. But in 1956, the rumors of making a movie in Mississippi with Hollywood stars coming and mingling with the town folk was about as big as you could get. It's said that when the producers pitched Warner Brothers on a movie based on fellow Mississippian, Tennessee Williams' play, 27 Wagons Full of Cotton, they knew it would be controversial. The only possible way to make it to the big screen would be to water down the sexual innuendos and racial issues quite a bit. Remember now, this is 1956. The problem was twofold. That twofold was number one, Elia Kazan, and number two, Tennessee Williams himself. They both served as producers, and they both demanded originality in the final script. Somewhere down the line, somebody must have convinced the bigwigs at Warner Brothers that 
hey, controversy could be equated with free advertising. The call was made, and the movie production got the go-ahead. Then the cast was announced. Some of Hollywood's biggest stars, Carl Malden, the sexy Carol Baker, Eli Wallach, Rip Torn, and more. The Tennessee Williams production would take place on a Mississippi Delta cotton plantation in a mythical place that Tennessee Williams called Tiger Tail County. The plot itself was made for controversy in 1956. A bigoted cotton gin owner, Archie Lee, played by Carl Malden, a man in his mid-30s who's already struggling to make ends meet, trying to keep up with his flamboyant lifestyle. And now he's nervously waiting for a few more days, so his pretty 19-year-old virgin fiancé will turn a legal 20 years old so they can have a wedding and finally consummate the marriage. She, the virgin, how do we put this, uh, is not only a virgin, but she's an airhead, to put it nicely. She sleeps in a crib wearing short nightgowns and sucks her thumb. Idiosyncrasies that were certainly non-productive other than maybe just to give the title to the movie itself. As Archie Lee's financial fortunes continue spiraling downward, his nemesis, an Italian immigrant named Silva Vaccaro, played by the legendary actor Eli Wallach. Well, Vaccaro owns and operates a competitive and successful new gin and he's slowly taking all of Archie Lee's customers away from him. To make a long plot shorter, Archie Lee torches Vaccaro's gin. Vaccaro seeks revenge, using his Italian charm to steal the vacuous virgin as his own. In a jealous and drunken rage, Archie Lee is arrested as he confronts the both of them, armed with a loaded shotgun. As the promotional trailers were released, controversy was already brewing some caused by sexy billboards that depicted Carol Baker's now iconic image lying in a crib, sucking her thumb. Oh, this Mississippi film created a monster of controversy. Cardinal Spellman, the Catholic League of Decency, gave it a C for condemned, which meant Catholics were forbidden to see the movie. But there were others who were puzzled over the rancor about the sexuality. For instance, one Episcopal spokesperson said there were other films with a lot worse sexual overtones than this one. So why all the controversy? Well, rumor was it was something else. Something besides all those sinful sexual scenes that could possibly send a saintly man to hell should his thoughts become impure. Many theaters did pull the movie in spite of the outrage of censorship from Variety magazine, the ACLU, and so many others. But the Catholic League's objection pointed to reasons for the backlash. For instance, in one scene, Eli Wallach, playing the Sicilian gin owner, Silver Vaccaro, where he has his way with the 19-year-old virgin in a farmhouse. And then, well, then there was this one famous scene that is still talked about today. It went this way. Apparently on the front porch swing, Vaccaro's hands seemed to be underneath the pretty 19-year-old's dress. There were gasps from the church because his hands were not visible in a close-up shot. In spite of the movie being banned in many countries outside the USA, in spite of it being given a condemned rating by the Catholic League, put on the no-watch list by Time magazine, outrage from members of Congress, and 
Even Tennessee Williams himself, who for a myriad of reasons left the set. The film was seen by millions of fans. Now looking back, the level of sexuality seems benign by today's standards. I should also mention that the film received numerous nominations for Academy and Golden Globe Awards, but really never made a lot of money. It did make Carol Baker into a steaming hot sex symbol for her future movies. It also did something else. It brought Hollywood to Mississippi. To be more specific, to a place called Benoit, Mississippi, and the only antebellum home in Bolivar County. For those of you who've never heard of the famous landmark in Benoit, Mississippi, it's the J.C. Burroughs home. That was the scene for most of the filming, with some done in Greenville and also in Memphis. But to this day, there remains two mysteries of who was really causing all the -the behind-the-scenes controversy for a movie about a 19-year-old virgin who still slept in a crib. And for that reason, the movie was called Baby Doll. This is the 19-year-old Baby Doll. She wouldn't let her husband come near her. She wouldn't let the stranger go away. Mr. McCarroll, certainly all getting familiar. I find you different this evening. Never mind that. Just go while he's still on the phone. You know, people know the situation between us. There's no torture on earth to equal the torture which a cold woman inflicts on a man. What I've done is staked out a lot in hell, a lot with a rotten house on it and five complete sets of furniture not paid for. What you've done is bit off more than you can chew. Archie Lee promised my daddy that he would wait until I was ready. Then the marriage was postponed. Oh, no, not the wedding. But you said Archie Lee waited. Yeah, after the wedding he waited. For what? For me to be ready for marriage. Did he have to wait? Oh, he's still waiting. You just fixed your wagon. I'm gonna wipe that grin off your greasy face for good. First, the controversial swing scene where Vicaro's hands appear to be under Baby Doll's dress. According to Elia Kazan, the scene was actually intended to be filmed that way. Why? Well, she explained the reason you couldn't see his hands is because. It was so cold, he had them warming near well-placed heaters. And what about the other mystery of who was behind the threats of financial destruction and damnation? Well, it was never officially proven, but some say it may have been the slang derogatory names used for the Sicilian gin owner named Silva Vaccaro. Names that even back then were as sensitive for Italians and derogatory as the N-word is today. And rumor has it, Because those slang words made it into the movie, it caused outrage in some of the highest levels of the mafia, from New York to New Orleans to Chicago to Memphis, Tennessee. History also notes, years later, after the storms of controversy passed, people like Eli Wallach himself said, the movie done in Mississippi was one of the most exciting, daring movies ever made. And with many of the cast and crew getting a taste of Southern hospitality, it opened the eyes of Hollywood that the Magnolia State has lots to offer. But no surprise there. Even Tennessee Williams himself knew that we would win him over with just a little bit of Mississippi magic. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.